You are listening to From the Midwest to the Middle East, the latest on U.S. tax, Israeli economy, and lots of in-between. Interviewing Israeli and international experts. Chicago, Chicago. Welcome to our podcast. I am Philip Stein, president of Philip Stein & Associates. Hi, I'm very happy to have a return guest. Dave Wolf. Dave Wolf and I have spoken in the past. He's been on my podcast with regard to issues having to do with OVDI and uh, U.S. tax compliance. But today we're going to talk about, with Dave, another subject, the real hot topic, Bitcoin. But before I get into the questions, I want to just introduce to listeners who may not have heard Dave in my previous podcast. Dave is a partner at Hakoin Wolf Law Offices. Dave is a member of the New York State Bar Association's tax section and has extensive experience in U.S. and international taxation, compliance, and wealth. Welcome back, Dave. Well, nice to be here. Thanks. Good. So again, we're going to not talk tax today, although tax might come up in part of your answers, but we're going to talk about a topic that, again, a lot of us have read about. I think very few of my listeners really understand what it is, and that is Bitcoin. Dave, you and I have read some of your material about Bitcoin. Can you tell our listeners what Bitcoin is? Well, consider like monopoly money, maybe. It's virtual money. It exists on the Internet. All it is is some wallet that you create online. Um, you can and you purchase bitcoins, you receive bitcoins, and that's how you trade it. Basically, you can either get bitcoins because, for example, you will do a tax return and your client decides to pay you a bitcoin. So you open a wallet on the line and your that client will wire a bitcoin or two, whatever the number is that you want, and uh, that's how you get paid and that's how you can pay or receive the money. Basically, in today's world. And how how does one set up this wallet, as you call it? You go to one of the uh, there are several exchanges where you can register. And um, that's it. It's not not a difficult thing to do, but that's the main thing. You can also actually mine your own money. Um, the Bitcoin system is basically something where you can make your money by um, kind of uh, finding answers to a riddle. Just you need a lot of computers running a lot of uh, numbers. It's been created a few years ago, like they think about 2009, by somebody with a Japanese name called the Nakamoto. They believe now they came out, and you know, every year they run after somebody who thinks that it may be the Bitcoin inventor, and recently came out with somebody in his 50s who lives with his mother in California. But he created it, um, and you can either, again, buy a Bitcoin or create mine your own Bitcoin, as it's called. And basically that's solving some some numbers, but it's pretty difficult actually to, to mine your own Bitcoin. Okay, so if a client wants to pay me or or one of my clients, my, in my case, let's say for a tax return, can I do it? How do I write a receipt? Um, like anything else, you um, he will wire it to you, you send him the receipt, hopefully your client will use it uh, on his tax return that he uh, that he received the money. It's no different than anything else, or like a barter trade for any for any purpose. And, and how on, on that, let's say I'm, wa- I'm wanting my to write that receipt, what? How? How do I convert that Bitcoin into shkalim? Well, it's there's a average every eighth day. There's like an exchange rate, no different than a dollar. It goes up and goes down. Uh, the Bitcoin is known to be highly speculative in nature, so it can be a thousand dollars one day. It can drop down to five hundred dollars the next day. At least in the beginning, it's balancing out a little bit. Um, currently, it's trading around a thousand dollars, a little bit less than a thousand dollars. Uh, things happened, for example, about a month ago, one of the bigger exchanges in Japan lost money, a few million dollars to say the least, 
and because of that the rate changed. But it's every day is a new cha- uh, exchange rate, no different than the euro, the pound, or the dollar for that matter. Yes, there was that story. Did people, in fact, lose money? Was it was absolutely? It? Yeah, yeah, they lost a lot of money. And that was because was there some fraud? Was there some mismanagement? Well, yes, they, they they believe that somebody hacked the system. Um, the company itself actually is no longer. The exchange is no longer available. The exchange claimed that it was just a computer glitch, as they called it. Mm-hmm. And people lost, uh, for sure, they lost money. It didn't stop people from trading Bitcoin, but again, it's, a, it's something that is just not known what will happen. Virtual money is something new. Um, people are unsure. It is not regulated. So it's not that if something goes bad, you can go to the Bank of Israel or any other institution. And as you see, that it's been around quite a while. It got a lot of public uh, publicity, and governments are taking notice of it in Israel, in America, in Germany, and of course you got always the conspiracy uh, theories here. Some people have told me they believe it's the Chinese government who is behind it and buying everything up, etc. Uh, some people believe it's uh, the American government who's doing it. All right, so you've answered how to open a Bitcoin account. Do you have any preference if a client calls you? Is there any more secure Bitcoin place than, than this Japanese firm that they're... No, no, it, there's no difference. Again, look, we would accept it, but more, more, it would be more like an investment for us. I don't think all my clients would pay in Bitcoin. I wouldn't want to. But if a bit, somebody comes, then um, I would basically accept the bitcoins and see it as an investment no different than than gold i have a client who has had bitcoins for over a year and a half and receives them at a very low value and he's making a nice profit do you think israel will regulate bitcoin this year or in the near future i think it will probably similar to other governments who basically you know the government or like the irs they will say it is taxable no difference than any other currency. You need to report it. Uh, there, is, there is a need for it to be regulated at one point. But again, that goes against the whole idea behind the Bitcoin, which is unregulated. It's supposed to be anonymous. It's supposed to make things easier. They claim the fees are much lower. But of course, things being anonymous, that's what scares governments, because now you have a system where you can basically buy drugs online um, anonymous. You can... The terrorism is a big issue. And of course tax avoidance. After all, if your Swiss bank account doesn't work anymore, maybe some currency that's floating around in the internet may be worthwhile. So it's interesting. You, of course, have, we've talked in the past about your expertise about foreign bank accounts. Now, the IRS recently came out and said that Bitcoin, in their opinion, is not a currency. They say it's a commodity, I guess, or a property. What's your take on that? Is it something, uh, I read somewhere that it might uh, hurt Bitcoin commerce, that approach. I'm not sure what, why, why that person wrote that. Well, they did say that it, it, it operates like real currency. And they said that, you know, if you pay wages by using virtual currency, you have to give them W-2. If you use a third party, you can give it 1099. Gain or losses, it's like anything else. I think that um, if none of a particular might heard Bitcoin, people think it's more like Napster. Maybe it's like the, the front and the first one to be out there and therefore it may not, su- may not survive. But virtual currency eventually probably will happen. And at least most of people I speak with are kind of convinced that there will be some kind of a system. And um, again, and the IRS and the Israeli tax authorities and the German tax authorities, for example, they all have to address it. And make some make some stand, but I guess most will basically say, look, it's like any barter, it's like anything else. You give me a cow, okay, so now you give you virtual currency, you pay for something, you see something, as long as you report it correctly, 
even on the F bar, of course, then it shouldn't be an issue. In other words, also those those accounts, that Bitcoin account you mentioned, the F bar, are they generally outside of the U.S. These virtual accounts, I, it's floating around, but I would for sure say you have to report it. I mean, uh, I, I don't think you know if you don't want to report it, it probably would. If you can find a reason to have it on a survey in America, maybe you can get away with it, but. Again, I think most people, from my point of view, they're safe and sorry, and I would tell people, you better report it, put it on the F bar and report it. Okay, so I think in, in just, again, this is a short call, but, you know, the the trend is we, in our professions, we see governments are asking for more and more information about their citizens' financial holdings. Isn't Bitcoin phenomenon going against that trend, you know, since it stresses anonymity? And that's why I think the government is actually they're looking into it and, the fact that the IRS responded to that, to that, to the fact that there's this virtual currency, and the other government, I think they are worried about it that they have less and less control over it. And I, that's of course the whole point about the virtual currency is they want to be without a control, without a central bank, without a European central bank. They want to be anonymous, self-regulated, and uh, it will be interesting to see how both parties will have to deal with each other. So it sounds to me, in, in, in summary, uh, certainly a business can entertain taking it. it. It probably isn't a good idea because of its still very speculative nature that it shouldn't. your business shouldn't be built around taking Bitcoin. Well, there's a list. Bitcoin Israel, uh, they're very active here in Israel, uh, more on the creative side, by the way, of creating or mining. There was a conference about a month ago. Um, but I would say there's a list online, for example, in Israel, where you can go and see who accepts Bitcoin, um, you can do the same in America or anywhere in the world, and people will accept it. I think most people who accept Bitcoin see it as an investment. But definitely, uh, maybe the younger generation sees it as another way of paying. As I said, monopoly money, it's something virtual, something in a way not real, but for sure it gets you. And people, people pay. I mean, transactions happen by Bitcoin. And I remember the first time a car was sold on eBay. You know, we all scratched our heads. It's like, well, that is weird. Why would you do that? And today, nobody thinks anything of it, That's true. give, uh, give uh, Bitcoin a few more years, and maybe it's something that you and I look back at this uh, podcast and say, wow, look what happened. Okay. So any uh, advice you'd give to anyone who's looking at this uh, as a way to do business? Uh, it's a way to do business. Well, if you can mine it, it'll be great. If you can't mine it, I would say if you can get a Bitcoin, it's, uh, see it as an investment for, for now. And of course, for you and me as tax professionals, so speak, they should speak with you and see how to report it and just make sure you do not, don't get into the dark side of, of uh, virtual currency. Okay, so I think that uh, you've given my listeners some food for thought. And again, just uh, to remind my listeners, if they have any further questions or need some guidance, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, they can either call your office or they can uh, look me on the web and contact me either by email or by telephone. And your website again? It's uh, www.hakohenwolf.com. That's with one F. All right, very good. We'll be looking forward to seeing how this plays out. We'll be in touch. All right, be well. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. Feel free to visit us at www.peacetime.com or look for Philip Stein Associates on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Goodbye.